2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
3: So we've got ourselves a little bit of a bad situation in the world of sports, and everybody is pointing in the wrong direction as to whose fault it is. I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can uh, hear us on SiriusXM, Channel 83, and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are right now listening to the program, always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We say goodbye out here on the West Coast to 420 so you can go ahead and put those bongs down you pot junkies get it together flip the calendar and sober up no more weed for you actually we'll, we'll allow you if you're if you're into weed and that's your thing go ahead and uh, you s- smoke up johnny as they say in the breakfast club because uh that's all you Uh, On this show, though, nobody here on the show smokes marijuana, at least not during the show, which is why we are the highest rated weekend overnight show here on Fox Sports Radio in our time slot when we're on the air. Huh? So I do want to uh, kind of get to something that I was I was thinking about and maybe some of you potheads can relate to this, but I know that everybody can relate to this at some point. Like you ever been running late? And you make a mistake because you're running late, or you just uh, or say you get into a, a little bit of a fender bender or a car accident or just something like that. okay. So you ever you get you're in a rush to go somewhere and in the process of being in a rush and just not thinking clearly and not maybe being the safest you could possibly be, you get into a little bit of a fender bender or you get in a little bit of a, a car crash. And I've had that happen. Like I have personally done that myself, and it happened here at Fox Sports Radio years ago. I was, you know, uh, rushing to go from work. I'd gotten off work. I think I had a doctor's appointment or something like that. Got in my car in the parking structure here, backed out, and backed into another car. Not a big deal. There was nobody in the car. Not a whole lot of damage, but nonetheless, made a mistake. I blew it. Totally my fault. All taken care of. But something that could have been avoided. Had I been a little bit more prepared or had I not been in such of a rush or had I done one thing differently in the course of that morning, all of that could have been avoided and it wouldn't It wouldn't have wasted a half hour of my time, and made me late to my doctor's appointment. So I am not immune to it. We've all been there and I have done it myself. But here's the decision you got to make at that moment, right? You can look at just the fender bender. Okay, you can look at just the fender bender you're in and you can be annoyed or you can look at what led to the crash and you can be accountable. You have those two options. So here are the Cleveland Cavaliers and they're down two games to one to the Indiana Pacers. A game they should have won a game seemingly in the bag and the Cavaliers gagged it away. At Indiana, so here are the Cavs. Three games in, down two games to one. The series not over by any means. It's a long series. You still have the best player in the world, but it's a bad situation. All right, they're in a little bit of a consider it a little bit of a fender bender at this point. All right, so the Cavs are in this little bit of a fender bender in this series against the Pacers, and and the more that that the Cavs maybe struggle more than other years, I'm starting to see a lot of the focus. More so on the wreck itself that is currently happening. Like, we're currently at the scene going over the accident, right? That's what a lot of people are doing because I'm starting to hear the whispers about, you know, the, the roster, not being all that it's cracked up to be. Maybe LeBron uh, playing on the worst roster he's played in in quite some time. I even saw there was an article that came out from Brian Windhorst, who does a good job for ESPN. He's been covering LeBron James for his entire career, and Brian Windhorst started talking about uh, just sort of how this compares to uh, a Cavs team from 10 years ago that didn't have a lot of talent, and it was LeBron having to be solo in this. And And I'm hearing talk on Twitter and and talk on radio and sports television about the, the play surrounding LeBron James, and he doesn't have a whole lot around him. And, you know, what's really going on there in Cleveland? You know, he's not really set up for a whole lot of success. So everybody just seems to be focusing on just the wreck and not focusing on what caused the wreck. And that's where the question comes in. You can either focus on the accident that took place, or you can be accountable for what led to the accident. So let's go back in time, all right? Let's just let's go back. Now we're not going to go a whole long way back. I know many of you have been smoking weed for about uh, 16 hours, so I'm not going to do that to you, all right? And you, you've got chili cheese Fritos all over your shirt. You smell terrible, and you've been kicking a hacky sack around, so you've got B.O., all right? I'm not going to make you go all the way back, but let's go a little far back, all right? Let's go a little far back. So the Cavs lose in the finals last season, and it wasn't really close. I mean... Just, just wasn't close. Golden State probably should have swept that series. But the Cavs lost in the finals after beating them and coming from behind a year before that and beating Golden State. And Golden State was out for revenge, and they added Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant was the best player in the series. And so the Cavs lost in the finals. And um, then all of a sudden, Kyrie Irving wants out. So they lose in the finals. After Tristan Thompson, a guy LeBron James demanded be there as a member of the Cavaliers was basically irrelevant in that series. And then they get to the off season and Kyrie Irving wants out. So they trade Kyrie Irving to the Celtics for a bunch of players, most notably Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder and the protected Brooklyn pick that Danny Ainge had been holding on to. Like it was the Oracle from the never ending story. So, Cleveland prized that away from Boston for Kyrie Irving, and then uh, they realized early in the season that that didn't work, okay, so early on that didn't work, and then they they trade everybody, and they bring in Rodney Hood, and they bring in Larry Nance, and Jordan Clarkson, and this is the roster that they've got, and uh, now the conversation is all about that roster, What's wrong with that roster surrounding LeBron James, right? But you'll notice something if you take it frame by frame. There's a consistency there. You'll notice something. So why did Kyrie Irving want out of Cleveland? Because it wasn't working with LeBron James, and um, the players they brought in, you know, Isaiah Thomas and and Jay Crowder and all those guys, like uh, that that didn't really work out, especially Isaiah Thomas and and and. Partly, and reported pretty heavily on, if you remember that far back early in the season, why wasn't it working out for Isaiah Thomas? Most notably, because the reports were he couldn't get along with LeBron James. And yet, here we are, and all anybody is starting to talk about is what's wrong with everybody around LeBron James. At some point, is anybody going to ask the question, maybe what's wrong with LeBron James? Anybody going to ask that question? Anybody going to point out the consistencies there in Cleveland? Anybody going to point any fingers at LeBron James? Is that happening anywhere? Because I'm hearing a lot of excuses, and I'm hearing a lot of everybody talk about what's around him, and I'm not really hearing anybody talk about what led to it. You know, like, you get in your crash on your way to work, right? So you get in that little fender bender that we talked about, and you get there because you're running late. Okay, so you can be pissed at the accident, but maybe you wouldn't have crashed had you gotten up on time. And maybe you'd have gotten up on time had you set your alarm. And maybe you'd have set your alarm if you didn't pass out after happy hour with your coworkers on a Wednesday night. Okay, at some point, LeBron James fanboys have to at least acknowledge, and you don't have to do it publicly, but you have to at least acknowledge it privately that he's the reason they're in this spot. So you can blame the roster, you can say everything about what's not there now in the postseason, but let me tell you something. The reason this roster is what it is, is because things that LeBron James was involved in that led to this moment. He's a fantastic player. He's one of the two or three greatest players of all time. But if you want to praise him for the title uh, and, and and the great stuff and, and all the championships and all that, you got to be willing to acknowledge that there have been several things that he could have done a better job with. And all of that led to this point. But everybody just wants to talk about where they're at now and why he can't get any help. What do you mean? He's the reason this is where they are. All of those moves that were made in the last year in Cleveland – To where they went from a team contending for a title and defending a world championship to now they're depending on guys like Rodney Hood and Larry effing Nance in the postseason. All of those things took place because of LeBron James. So if you guys want to stand around and you want to kick the car as you're waiting for AAA to come pick you up and take you to work because you're running late, that's fine. You can go ahead and do all that. But at some point, you need to acknowledge, well, I probably wouldn't have been running late if I had done several other things better before that. You know, if I would have planned my day better, maybe I wouldn't be in this situation. But LeBron James fanboys don't want to have that conversation. (laughs) They just want to wave pom-poms and talk about how great he is. Oh, he's got no help. He's got no help whatsoever. Yay. Come on, man! I I love LeBron James. He's a gr- like I said, great player. I'm a big fan of his. I, it's an, been a pleasure to get to watch his career. He's done amazing things for the NBA and amazing things outside the NBA. But when it comes to this situation, that guy's as much as fault as anybody is. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877 99 on Fox, 877 996 6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. There is um like it, it, there's a there's a franchise and a fan base out there that has got it completely wrong with their team. Right. They've got it completely wrong with their team. I will tell you who that is coming up next on FSR. Is this Pantera? Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, so I'm going to tell you about a, a situation involving a team and their fan base to where they've got it completely wrong. It is completely wrong. You need to refocus. I will tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. I'm not sure how to feel about this because as it, uh, so 4:20 is over out on the west coast. I, uh, it's still 4:20 in Hawaii. So now I, I hope for the love of God, my favorite brewery, Kona Brewing Company out of Hawaii. My favorite. Good God, they don't make a bad beer in the batch, man. They do not make a bad beer in the batch. I hope that our lovely listeners on the great island of Oahu, NBI all over Hawaii, listening on our great affiliate Fox Sports 990. I hope you aren't disrespecting your taste buds by chasing a longboard or a big wave or any of the other premier brews that Kona Brewing Company puts together. I hope you're not ruining your taste buds by chasing it with weed. Okay? Okay better known as hippie lettuce, green so wolf, all that stuff. But I don't know how to feel about this because my buddy's mom listens to the show. She lives in uh, Las Vegas, and she listens to the show every week. And um, she just texted me and said, uh, I love weed from the 60s. That is not a lie. I am not lying about that. And I don't know how to feel about it because it's very—I've never heard her text or speak in that way. It's one of my dear friends; I've been friends with this guy over twenty years. I mean, like she's like my second mom, and I don't know how to feel about her. Te- now I'm not going to air her out. I'm not going to give her name, you know, because I wouldn't do that to Diane. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't give her name out on the air on national radio. I would not tell anybody that 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 Diane wrote that to me in a uh, in a tweet. So, there it is. By the way, you want to get uh, you want to get her uh, rocking and rolling Rolling Stones, man. She loves her Rolling Stones. Whew. She might uh, she might smoke weed upon hearing a Rolling Stone song at some point during the show. She's uh, she's she's wild, man. One of my favorite people ever. So, uh, All right, so I do want to welcome in the crew here on Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox with you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Iowa Sam is in the building, our technical producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Good to the last drop. Yeah, Iowa Sam, who is, uh, he, did you smoke weed on Friday, Sam? I've never touched marijuanas in my life. I have not. I have not.
0: I have not either. I have yeah. never even had a joint in my mouth or a cigarette. Have you? There's something for out of context. There you go. But no, I'm um, <laughs> just providing a service. Mark for that our, audio, uh, Mayor. Yeah, we got him. There
3: it is. There it is.
0: There it is. Gone uh, fishing. Just providing a service for our listeners in Alaska and Hawaii, where it still may be uh, 420. And it's also, I think, both legal in both of those states. Yeah. yeah okay. So there you go. Different good. culture out there than California. Good
3: Good for them. But it's also legal. Uh, a gentleman who is still wearing green from the holiday uh, 420. Mike Mayer is in the building every day. Michael!
0: Michael! That's about the only thing I've done related to 420. Didn't even touch anything close to marijuana today. Right. Hey, listen, and, th- and thank you, Sam, for your uh, lovely contribution yeah, to out of context. Hey,
3: listen, you don't have to uh, you don't, listen. You don't have to get aggressive, man. I thought weed was supposed to mellow you out. I didn't know you were going to get so aggressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it might have helped yeah. me with uh, what happened with the Cavs today, but okay. you know what? Well, I made it through, man. He just admitted to smoking marijuana. I know he
3: did. See I did that? It's like when David Stern was on the on the radio and said, "If you quit beating your wife yet," to the host, I think it might have been Jim Rome. <laughs> have you quit beating your wife? Yet? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, All right, Kevin Figures is your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. You pay your damn respects to Kevin Figures when you hear his name on the radio. Jonas,
4: nice yeah. To oh, I didn't know you were coming to me right there. Right. Right. Sorry, a little, a uh, little preoccupied. You, you struck
3: me <laughs> as more of a Laramie Tunsil uh, smoking out of a gas mask type guy. But you know, I let my homie borrow that over yeah. the
4: weekend. So unfortunately, that was that's just
3: trying to be a good friend, you know, <laughs> hey, Jonas. By the way, how about we're coming up? What is it? The two year anniversary when Laramie Tunsil looked like <laughs> Reggie Ledoux off True <laughs> Detective, that's right? With the gas mask on, smoking <laughs> on weed. draft night. Oh, you know, one that's of my right. favorite stories ever. <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, so the whole crew is here on uh, on Fox Sports Radio, so we're going to be here till 6 a.m. Eastern time uh, here on FSR. Jonas Knox with you here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so uh, I have got to uh, talk a team and a fan base out of something, right? And what got me thinking about this was I was watching uh, the NBA. You know, the playoffs have been pretty pretty good so far, some interesting stories here and there, and I was watching the best – studio show ever done in the history of sports, which is the TNT crew on Thursday night. And they were talking about the Philadelphia 76ers and Charles Barkley and them are talking about how, and it's no different than what I've heard. A lot of other hosts and analysts and people that cover basketball or talk about sports have said, man, this team for the next 10 years is set up like this team for the next 10 years is set up. And I would really Kind of change the way I think about that if I were a 76er fan. If I were a 76er fan, I would really, really change the way I think about that. Okay. I've told this story on the air before. All right. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, I, I, I thought I was doing a good deed and I, and little did I realize that it was the whiff of the century. All right. So back in 2003, the Cubs, and I was friends with, um, And I grew up a Cub fan. So, but I didn't take, I mean, I didn't take like the losses that seriously. I didn't take, you know, and then as you get into like this business and sports radio and all that stuff, you start covering it, you kind of get away. I tried to get away from all the fandom stuff. And I just want to, I want to just call it as it is. All right. I don't want my heart torn in any direction. So, had the Cubs lost game seven a few years ago, that would have been, or a couple of years ago, that would have been a great story. So, if it it makes for a good story uh, on the show, I'm good with it. I don't care. But back in 2003, I was friends with uh, uh, with this gal who was a diehard Cub fan, family from Chicago, everything. And I remember the Cubs just gag away a 3-1 lead in the NLCS. And we all go out to some bar afterwards, and there's a big group of us. We're all hanging out or whatever. Game seven's over. Cubs lost. I'm like, ah, whatever. No big deal. And I see this girl at the bar crying her eyes out. Okay, Diehard Cub fan crying her eyes out. And like an a-hole. I walk over and I say, Hey, listen, I don't know why you're crying. Look, this team's young, they're gonna be back. Don't worry about it. Like they'll, they'll, they'll win it again. They'll win it next year. They'll be back. Like, the Pitching's young. They got Mark Pryor and Kerry Wood and Sombrano, And they got all these like great young play. Like, don't worry, they're gonna be fine, man. It's all about pitching. Do not worry about it. They're gonna be back. Oops. <laughs> it's thirteen years later and and i still remember that because i was convinced that i was giving good good advice and as it turns out not even close they they were they, i mean they didn't i mean they didn't it took them 5 years to get back and then they couldn't couldn't win a game they got swept by the dodgers they got eliminated uh, by the diamondbacks one year like it, it was just not good not good at all for the chicago cubs but at that moment i really felt like don't worry about it this team's young they're set up for success the next 10 years are going to be theirs Not only were the next 10 years not theirs, it took 13 to actually do what they tried to do in 2003. Finally win a World Series, and 108 years in between one World Series win and another. So when I hear these people talk about the 76ers, and they talk about, man, the next 10 years are set up for success, when I keep hearing that stuff, if I were a Sixer fan, if I were somebody covering the NBA, or if I were somebody just kind of thinking about what the NBA is going to look like down the road, I would get those thoughts out of my mind in a hurry. Okay, The 76ers are a talented team, no doubt about it. Um, Ben Simmons is so good, and you can almost see him get better every single game. Joel Embiid is quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the NBA. Not just because the guy's got a personality, but he actually wants to play. He busts his ass. He's been through some injuries. He's bounced back. Now, the fact that he did what he did in Game 3 with a welder's mask on is even more impressive. That's really, I mean, the, the fact that he was able to put that all together, it looked like a fly welding a car. Like it really, it just the the goggles, the way it was all presented. So the fact that he was able to pull that off even more impressive. But he's becoming one of my favorite players, and I, I love watching Philly play because they are young and they are talented, and the future does appear to be bright. But if I were Philly fans, f the future. Why can't you do it now? Think about it. Is the Eastern Conference ever going to be this vulnerable again? I mean, just think about that. The Cavs, we talked about a few minutes ago, they don't look good. I mean, they, they really don't look good. And I don't know if you would trust them as the playoffs get further along with LeBron James playing in every single game and being the only guy that they can depend on on that roster. The Celtics' two best players are out for the season. I mean, they've got, they've got uh, uh, G League guys and players from overseas and rookies and young players. Now, they're going to be set up for success as well down the road. But this year, nobody's thinking the Celtics are going to make a legitimate run this year. Their two best players are out. What would the Sixers do if they had no Ben Simmons and no Joel Embiid? That's what Boston's situation is right now in the postseason. And then you've got Toronto, and nobody can really depend on Toronto in the playoffs because they've always seemed to hit a snag somewhere along the line when they're trying to make a run for the finals. And then you look out west. Listen, Houston's a great team. Uh, Golden State's a great team, but Golden State's dealt with injuries. Who knows what's going to happen to Houston on the way there? If I'm the 76ers, strike now. This is This is the year. Like you can't. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at this year as. Yeah. You know. Hey, listen. This is all just gravy at this point. I mean, if they do something this year in the playoffs, I mean, that's cool. But really, we're we're focused on next year. With all the injury history and all the losing you guys have dealt with for years and years during this process or whatever the hell you call that that slogan or catchphrase there in Philly. If I were you, I'd get the idea of let's think about the next 10 years, and I would focus on this year. I think they got a real shot of doing it. And I think as it stands right now, you keep those guys healthy, and the way these things match up, I think Philly's got a real shot to get to the finals. And then once you get to the finals, all bets are off. You don't know what can happen. crazy stuff has happened before. If you can get a game or two or there's an injury or something, there's a realistic chance this team could do it this year. And you better do it this year because there's a lot of teams out there. Ask fan bases who have seen teams go to the championship or make a run or win one title and think, man, this is just going to be status quo. This is how it's all going to be. Ask the 85 Bears how many fans of the 85 Bears thought, you know what? This team's going to be a dynasty. They've never done it since. So if I were Philly fans, forget about the next 10 years. Try and do it this year. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, uh, probably the dumbest rumor I've ever heard in the NFL, in the history of the NFL. I'm not kidding. The dumbest one I've ever heard. I'll tell you what that is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, Jonas, three Eastern Conference
4: tilt in, tilt in the NBA playoffs on Friday night. Headlined by the Pacers, notching a 92-90 to 90 victory over LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Indy actually trailed by as many as 17 points in the game, but did rally back to notch the victory as Bojan Bogdanovic had 30 points on 11 of 15 shooting from the field. Elsewhere in the nation's capital, the Wizards notched a 122-103 win over the Toronto Raptors as both John Wall and Bradley Beal had 28 points. Wall also chipped in 14 assists as Toronto's series lead is now two games to one. The Celtics' lead is now down to two games to one as well after the Bucks blew out Boston 116-92 in Milwaukee, Chris Middleton with 23 points, Giannis Antetokounmpo at 19 points and 6 assists for the Bucks who shot 57% in the field from the field in the victory. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Winnipeg Jets notched a 5-0 victory over the Wild to advance to the next round of the postseason. The Flyers with a 4-2 victory over the Penguins. They lead their series three games to two. Avalanche stay alive with a 2-1 victory over the Nashville Predators. Nashville still with a three games to one lead in that series. In Major League Baseball, Red Sox get home runs from Jackie Bradley and Mitch Moreland and a 7-3 victory over the Oakland A's. They are now 17-2 on the season, 9-1 on the road. Nationals notch a 5-2 victory over the Dodgers in Los Angeles as Max Scherzer outdued Clayton Kershaw with six innings pitched, giving up just one run and nine strikeouts. Giants blew out the Angels 8-1. Wins for the Padres, Cubs, and Brewers. Back to Jonas Knox.
3: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so. Listen, I, I, uh, I've i realized something the more that I've done this show. And I've really. I've, I've sort of figured this out about me, all right? Like, while doing this, that, that there's. Like, what I think and what I want are, are two completely different things, okay? Like, just just two completely different things. You know, like, and I've, I've talked about this when it happened during the NCAA tournament, how you remember that game that was a big controversy in the NCAA tournament? It was the ending to the Florida State-Michigan game, and in that game, Florida State had this, we're down four, Michigan inbounded the ball, and Florida State chose not to foul, and, um what i what i thought happened was that their head coach just sort of got caught up in the moment and, and just sort of the chaos of everything and he didn't instruct the players and I, I think it happens from time to time it was a mistake okay now what i wish was the truth is that he had money on florida state and he knew if they didn't foul and he waved his players off he was going to cover his and he was going to win his bet like so there's a big difference in the sick and twisted mind that i have between what i think and what i want you know like The the rumors that were out there that the Patriots are going to trade up in the draft. uh, They're going to move all the way up into the top five to try and get one of these quarterbacks. Listen, do I think that's going to happen? Absolutely no shot in hell. Do I want that to happen? Of course, because selfishly, that's 15 segments I could do over the next three weeks. I mean, that's just there are so many layers of interesting to that that I want a part of it. Okay, like I want all of those things, but they're just not going to happen. And I've just accepted that, and I've understood that about myself. By the way, there's a segment in there somewhere. We may need to, to turn this into a segment called What I Think and What I Want, okay, to where I give you two different sides of it. That could be a segment. So jot that down, Mike Mayer. Uh, we could be uh, we could be rolling with that here uh, for a segment that nobody will listen to in the middle of the night. Uh, but this one is... Uh, <laughs> I heard a rumor that, that this is... This is something I will give whoever concocted this rumor or fed the story to a media member who went and ran with the story. I'll give whoever came up with this full credit for pulling out the most insane rumor and actually getting some traction on this. All right. So there's a report. Okay. Now, this idea had been discussed on Fox Sports Radio before. Okay, like it was just more of a, hey, what if, you know, but it was just kind of an idea. I mean, you think about crazy stuff. It's like one of those, hey, if you win the lottery, what are you going to do with the winnings? You know, nobody actually ever thinks they're going to win the lottery. It's just fun to do like a what if. And a lot of that stuff is about the draft. And so that's why the draft's a fun time. But um, the ringer reported that the Cleveland Browns have considered taking a quarterback with the first pick. And also the fourth pick in the first round of the NFL Draft. I'll get a sex change on the air if they do that. That's not a joke. I'll get a sex change on the air if the Cleveland Browns take a quarterback at number one and then two picks later take a quarterback at number four. On the air now. I don't know no, if, we'll, God, yeah, please, no. I don't know if we'll periscope it, but I w- I w- that will happen. All right, now. No, no, I listen. I want it to happen, not the sex change part. I do not want that to happen, but I want the Cleveland Browns to do that. I would like for the Cleveland Browns to take a quarterback with the number one pick and then come back two picks later and take another quarterback number four. I want it for selfish purposes because that would provide us a comedic bit on the show for the next six months. All right? That would that would provide us with so much content. So selfishly, creatively for the show, I want that to be the case, all right? But let's be realistic, please. Please for the love of Christ, somebody be realistic about this. There is no possible way that anybody within the Cleveland Browns legitimately had that conversation. No way. There's no way you just want to go back to uh Washington DC where the Redskins took RG3 in the top 3 and then went back in the fourth round it took Kirk Cousins that one was a little little bizarre and then you come to find out years later well they couldn't agree on who they wanted and and Kirk Cousins was a Shanahan guy and uh, Dan Snyder that was more of an RG3 guy. like th- that was that was crazy at 1 and 4 taking a quarterback you're nuts you're nuts it makes like and just think about it this way. What does every team, by and large, okay, there are a few outliers here, all right? But what does every team picking in the top 4 have in common? All right. It probably means that they're more than one player away from being good. And if you're more than one player away from being good and you take two of the same, you're an idiot. All right? That's, like, that doesn't that does not make any sense whatsoever. It doesn't make any sense. If if your car gets a flat tire, okay, what's the first thing you're going to do, all right? Is the first thing you're going to do fix the flat tire or take it to the car wash? Like, there's several things you need done here. One of them you got to get done, but you don't do two, all right? You just don't. I don't, I, and I don't understand why this is even being a consideration. I think this is, and look, you'll talk to NFL insiders out there and they acknowledge it, that they're used by front offices, they're used by general managers, they are used to leak information during this time of year. Like, that is just the reality, and then it's who can run with this story, and maybe it'll get somebody to think about this, and all of that stuff is funny. But come on, man! Like let let's let's at least make it somewhat realistic. Like let's at least make it somewhat realistic. It just doesn't make any sense. And for some reason, there is legitimate traction to this. I I I don't. It, I don't know who would really think that this would be a possibility. Again, I hope that it happens. Okay, and I don't want to have to actually get the sex change. I hope that it happens because it'll provide a show content here, and I think that it's funny. But if you're going to spread a rumor, at least make it somewhat believable. I mean, at least make... I mean, come on. At least make it somewhat believable. The idea that an NFL team who's won one game in the last two years... Has two picks in the top four, and they're going to take two of the same thing is insane, man. <laughs> it just is insane. Like even like, like you imagine, like you're at a restaurant, and you're like halfway through your cheeseburger, and uh, you're dying of thirst. Man, you're just—I mean—you are dying of thirst, and the waitress comes over. Um, Can I get you something to drink? Actually, no. I'll just take another cheeseburger. Like nobody would ever do that. Like, you just you wouldn't do that, okay? You'd opt for a Coke or a beer or something. The Cleveland Browns taking two quarterbacks in the top four is the dumbest rumor that's ever been spread in the NFL, and I hope that it happens. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, and we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next. Uh, I have, uh, okay, so I've got, I've got good news, all right, I, I have really, really good news, all right, involving all of you, but I've also got some bad news involving some of you. Find out what those are coming up next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So, uh, coming up here in just a minute, we've got, uh, some good news, a little bit of bad news. Uh, the good news is for many of you. The bad news is for a few of you. I'll explain what that is coming up next here uh, on FSR. I'm uh, I am uh, I'm not kidding about that. The, uh, the Browns, two quarterbacks, if they take one at number one and at number four, I'll get a sex change. No joke. Please don't do that. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, John Dorsey. Come on, man. Come on. Let's uh let's let's really think this through, bruh. All right. Let's really think this through. One win in two years, you don't take two of the same. All right. You wouldn't buy two left shoes. All right. Like, yeah, just doesn't make a, it didn't make any sense here. All right. It just there's certain things that you don't need multiples of. All right. This is one of them. Get your minds out of the gutter. I know where you were going, I was going the same place. Certain things you don't need multiples of. You know what i mean all right uh 877 on fox is the phone number 877-996-6369 and and people are, are at, telling me about uh, i have a i have a guy here who says uh that i'm spot on about the 76ers i must have smoked weed today before the show i have never smoked weed in my entire life i've never even smoked a cigarette in my entire life i've never taken uh, a vicodin uh, I've never taken uh, a pain pill in my entire life. Pristine, he's a liar. Not true story. That's true. Pristine, virgin lungs here, baby. Virgin lungs. Oh, yep. I'm basically Amish. Although I actually can, I thought that I may have smoked weed on Friday because uh, next to the Fox Sports Radio studios, two Amish guys walked by while we were on the air. I'm not kidding. Two Amish guys walked by while we were on the air. <laughs> So who knows? Maybe I maybe I caught a little uh, secondhand smoke or something like that. But um, but yeah, if you're a Sixers fan, man, stop thinking about the next ten years. I'm telling you, learn, like this is the year. All right, <laughs> enough with this. I don't worry about it. I'll be back. Oh, you, no, it doesn't work that way. Like you got to strike while you can, and I don't think the East is going to be this vulnerable for the next quote 10 year timeline that we're talking about how great the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be. Boston's only going to get better. They're only going to get better. They're going to have Gordon Hayward, they're going to have Kyrie Irving, who knows what they do in the off season? You're hearing Kawhi Leonard rumors out there. They're only going to get better. You have no idea where LeBron's going to end up. He could go back to Miami. I mean, there's so many things that could happen in the Eastern Conference. If I was Philly, I would try and do it this year. Like while you get the chance, while the East is vulnerable, this is the year you make your run. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, uh, and you can also again get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. All right, so I've got a little bit of a uh, good news for many of you out there. All right, have any of you guys seen the movie A Quiet Place? Have you Have you heard about it? Have you seen it, Kevin Figures? Have you uh, had a chance to see uh, A Quiet Place? Have you have you Have you checked that movie out? I have not, but I've heard it's really okay. good. Really good. All right, so for anybody out there wanting to see a really good movie. A Quiet Place is a good movie. It's the most the most creatively written scary movie. I'm not a big scary movie guy. It just doesn't do it for me, but the most creatively written scary movie since The Blair Witch. Like, The Blair Witch was a scary movie, but it was filmed, you know, first person, camera gets batted down, uh, they're being hunted by somebody. Like, it was just a unique take on on how scary movies should be done. The Quiet, Pla- Quiet Place is the best one I've seen since then. As far as creativity and writing and how to set up a storyline for a scary movie, I would recommend go seeing it. Here's the bad news for some of you. There is a band out there called A Perfect Circle, Right. One of my favorite bands of all time. And uh, they released a new album. And so when you release a new album, most of the time you tour. I have never seen them live until earlier this week. I went with a buddy of mine and saw them in Santa Barbara. Sam, you're a big fan of A uh, Perfect Circle. You're you're I am, very yeah. familiar. Yeah, we both Absolutely. love the Perfect Circle. Yeah. Definitely. One one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. Really? Unbelievably in,
0: And bad. you were in the Santa Barbara Bowl. Awesome no, no, venue. no, no.
3: No, it wasn't at the bowl. Oh, it was I'm at sorry. it was at this little theater that held two thousand S- seats. Still. Yeah, it would have been perfect. Perfect setting. Awful. Why? <laughs> Ter- sounded terrible, uh played crummy songs, uh played for a short set with no opener, and then walked off the stage. I mean, awful they were absolutely terrible. I felt like and I'm not a loser, so I'm not going to ask for my money back. But I felt I I, I was so upset afterwards. I'm like, this is terrible. Like I paid for a music concert and I got a snooze, like I, I got a I got a nap. It was terrible. How long did they play for? Like tw- like uh, an hour and, and twenty five minutes. or not something. Not going to do it. Yeah. Got to go two hours. Totally night. selfish by the band. And by the way, I just realized uh, on a sports radio show, I just talked about a concert. So, guess I'm a hypocrite. Why? So, you're going to hear some very honest criticism of one player in the NFL draft. All right. And it is coming from a good source. All right. This is from uh, somebody who is qualified to make these sort of criticisms. That's coming up here in just a couple of minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox. Here on FSR, you can also listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 83, all of our fine Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are right now listening to the program. We appreciate you doing so. We come to you live here, as always, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, I have uh, said this before. We don't always know what we want, but we usually know what we don't want, all right? Like, like if I were to ask you, you know, who do you... If, if I were to ask you, uh, wh- what are you looking for in a relationship? You know, you can... You'll think about some stuff, and you'll, oh, you know, I want somebody who's... Well, I don't know, that's tough, because I'm... You know, I'm, I mean... Like, they don't have to be rich, but I prefer that they have a little bit of money and, well, I I don't know. Like, okay, what do you not want in a relationship? Oh, I don't want a liar. I don't want anybody that cheats. I don't want anybody that smokes, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you could just name off the list. I mean, they'll, they'll give you a list of the negatives and the things that they don't want. It's like when if you're deciding on going out somewhere to eat with somebody and uh, you guys get in this little bit of an argument and you go, uh, what do you feel like eating? Oh, I don't care. What about you? Well, no, I mean, like, I'm good with whatever, but what what do you feel like eating? Oh, I don't care. You just pick. All right, Chinese. Oh, God, no. What, what what are we doing here? What the hell is that? You said you don't care, but I list one restaurant, and you know immediately that's what you don't want. Yet You don't know what to tell me uh, the answer is and what you do want. Like, there are just certain things where we don't always know what we want, but we definitely know what we don't want. All right? And so the reason I bring that up is because there's some debate, as usual, and this is this time of year, there's some debate about quarterbacks at the top of the draft. right? So we've got this big, long debate going on. And this draft especially, because unlike other drafts where we have these conversations and they go on for a few months, If you consider, say, the start of the year or at the end of the NFL season in February, we usually get a good two- to three-month conversation about quarterbacks in the draft. Most important position, quarterbacks in the draft. But this year is different because on top of that two- to three-month conversation about quarterbacks in the draft, you've got to add another year because we've been looking forward to this class since last year. Nobody was talking about Patrick Mahomes and Mitchell Trubisky really last year. But a lot of people were talking about Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold and Mayfield and Josh Allen. You know, so so here we are. Tis the season, and we have got all sorts of debate and conversation and critiques going down about quarterbacks at the top of the draft, right? And each one of these quarterbacks has their strengths, and each one has their flaws. So if you were to just go down the list, and we'll call the top four quarterbacks in the draft, then this is not a slight to... to Lamar Jackson or anybody else, Mason Rudolph, who you would consider as being one of these, you know, top-tier quarterbacks, because I do feel like both those guys have a real good opportunity to go in the first round, especially Lamar Jackson. But if you were to just go based on the top four that we're hearing in no particular order, Sam Darnold, Josh Rose, and Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen. Each one of them has got strengths, each one of them has flaws. And because we've had over a year now to dig and search and pick and prod at each one of these guys, a lot of this stuff has really been overhyped in one way or another. So when it comes to Sam Darnold, what is his strength? Playmaker, a great teammate stuck around to to throw for guys at their pro day. Um, You know, good, good guy in the locker room, Uh, you know, a real competitor, physical, Um, You know, not a great arm, but a good enough arm. But then, okay, what are the flaws? Well, he turns the ball over a little bit too much, and some of the decision-making is kind of questionable. And, you know, we've had uh, some issues with that wind-up. You know, he has kind of a wind-up when he throws. So we're not real big fans of that. Okay, so there's Sam Darnold. Okay, what about Josh Rosen? Strengths. Best passer right now in the NFL draft. You talk about anybody, the way he throws the balls, throws the balls off the charts, um, you know, form, uh, uh, really smart guy. Okay, what are the uh, weaknesses? Oh, I don't know. His attitude could be difficult to coach. Thinks he's smarter than the room. Not sure how uh, teammates in the NFL, when he's dealing with older guys, are are going to want to deal with a player that asks so many questions. You know, he might go on social media too much and talk about politics. You know, we're not sure if we want that, right? So that's Josh Rosen, and then you go to Baker Mayfield. What what does Baker Mayfield? What does he do? Well, he's a winner on the field, and he's really accurate, really, really accurate. Brady Quinn told me, my radio wife here on Fox Sports Radio, Brady and I do a show together from 6 to 9 Pacific, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern time every Sunday night here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady said Baker Mayfield might be one of the most accurate passers he has ever seen on any level, NFL or college. So the accuracy is off the charts for Baker Mayfield. Okay, what's the flaws? Eh, Spills food on his shirt, rumps from cops in Arkansas, gets tackled, grabs his crotch, behavioral patterns, a little bit of an anger issue, and he's kind of small. Okay. And then you go to Josh Allen. Strengths. The arm. There are some people that say he may have the best arm, the most gifted arm as far as strength goes in the history of the NFL draft. All right? He can throw the ball a mile. They were talking about him throwing the ball 90 yards at his pro day. If he wanted to, the arm is crazy. It's off the charts. Just a a next-level type of talent when it comes to throwing the football for Josh Allen. All right, well, what's the weakness? Yeah, he's not really all that accurate. You know, sometimes doesn't know where the ball is going and uh, sub-60% completion percentage uh, uh, in college. So the accuracy is a big issue with Josh Allen. So I decided... Instead of asking who would you take, all right, who would you go with? Who's the top guy? All right. I decided because you can make a case. You've heard each one of their strengths, each one of their flaws. I decided whose flaws could you definitely not deal with, you know, similar to what do you feel like eating? Uh, I don't care. You pick. Okay. What about Mexican food? Oh, God, no, it's too filling. Like, you know, it's like I don't care and I don't know. But what I do know is what I don't want, okay? So I decided to take that approach when I was talking on Fox Sports Radio to Brian Billick, okay? Brian Billick of the NFL Network, a Super Bowl-winning head coach, all right? There are 31 men walking the face of the earth who have won a Super Bowl as a head coach, Brian Billick is one of them. In the history of mankind, there's only 31 of them, and Brian Billick is one of them. So instead of asking Brian Billick the question, who would you take with the first pick? I said to him, we all know these quarterbacks have strengths. We all know they have flaws. Which is the one flaw you couldn't deal with? Here was Billick's answer.
5: This is the tough one for me because I love everything about Josh Allen's game, the quarterback out of Wyoming. He's got franchise elite talent uh size, he's got character, he's got that drive, but his completion percentage scares the hell out of me. Um you don't get more accurate in the NFL. And this is a sub sixty percent guy. And and again, what are they doing? They're dismissing the completion percentage because the receiving core around him at Wyoming. We did that with Kyle Bowler when we took him with the nineteenth pick uh out of Cal and it was a mistake because the completion percentage was an issue. So as much as I like Josh Allen, that completion percentage really scares
3: me. It's like I've been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks. All we hear about over the course of how many years we've all been looking at the draft and talking about quarterbacks, all we keep hearing about from everybody, one of the tired catchphrases is, I don't know, man. Those windows close pretty quick in the NFL, and here you've got a guy who's had major accuracy issues in college, and you expect that to improve in the NFL? I I just, it doesn't. And and you can say, well, that's just Brian Billick's opinion. I don't know, man. You know, he's kind of in rarefied air. You know, only 31 human beings have ever done something, win a Super Bowl as a head coach. He's one of them, kind of knows what he's talking about, was the offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings offense. It shattered all sorts of records. And that's a guy who's telling you, based on past experience, listen, we thought the same thing about Kyle Bowler. I remember Kyle Bowler. I remember Kyle Bowler playing high school football out here in Southern California. I watched him play in high school. He was fantastic, could never figure it out when he got to the NFL. And his own coach, the guy who drafted him, is telling you, yeah, uh, you know, accuracy issues. He couldn't, he could, the accuracy was a big issue. So at some point, I wonder if one of these NFL teams kind of looks around and goes, if you're picking towards the top of the draft, listen, they've all got strengths. Okay, but they've all got flaws. Which one of them can't you deal with? And you heard it from a former coach who won a Super Bowl. I can't deal with inaccuracies. I just can't deal with it. You know, it's like, it's like I said before. If you're deciding between, you know, dating two people, one of them's hot. They're a 10, you know, but they smoke cigarettes and you can't deal with it. Maybe it's better to settle for a seven who doesn't smoke like Josh Allen. What a talent! Arm out of this world. Guy can throw a football from from downtown L. A. to Mars. But who, who knows whether or not it's going to get there? I mean, He has no idea where the ball's going. I just that's why when, when I hear this stuff about the Browns and they're gonna they're leaning towards Allen and and that's the pick and and I believe the people that are reporting this stuff. You got a lot of really qualified, a lot of experts that have been doing the mock drafts and NFL evaluations for a long time. I, I don't know, man. Like, if you were to just stack up each one of those quarterbacks and you were to put pros and cons, the one glaring con that would jump out to me is the fact that Josh Allen is just not accurate with the football. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next though, there is a uh, for a city and a fan base and several players. This could be a real real important time, right? A real important time for what happens next for an entire franchise. Find out what I mean next here on FSR. Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we are going to get into a um like it, it's a crucial time. A crucial time for one of the top franchises in all of sports. Right? A very crucial time. I'll tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes uh, on FSR. Also a reminder, less than ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. It will be a brand new edition of Guess That Garbage. All right? Guess That Garbage. If you think you know basic NFL trivia, I mean, easy stuff. If you've been paying attention to the NFL over the last week, all right, and it's only the last week, it's, all, it's very easy, very recent. We're not making you go way back in time. But if you think you know basic NFL trivia, we are going to give you the opportunity to star on national radio, all right? This is a... This show is so huge. All right. I, I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to brag, but this show is huge. Okay. Huge. Very, very popular show. That's why it's on in the middle of the night on the weekends. 877 99 on Fox is the phone number to call if you want to be a part of Guess That Garbage. 877 996 6369. Guess That Garbage coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so uh, happy uh, belated 420 for you uh, pot junkies out there. If you're into that kind of thing, smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> what, what the hell is that? Excuse that. It was
0: the beginning of a song, and I did not cue that up. It was about <laughs> smoking weed, and I totally blew that That's joke. That's all right.
3: Hey, whatever, man. Listen, nobody's perfect, man. Everyone's high anyways. I can't even tell. All right. Um. So we were talking. I was talking about this earlier. How. The, so the Cav, the Cleveland Cavaliers, find themselves down two games to one, and so they're down two one in the series to Indiana. And everybody's talking about what LeBron has got around him, and they're saying, "Man, you know, he's got no help, and and LeBron's gonna have to go it uh, go it alone. He's gonna have to do it by himself, and you know, it's basically LeBron versus everybody. And that's all true, and that's all fair." But if that's fair, then I think it's also fair to point out that they are in this situation because of LeBron. The things that have happened to the Cavaliers organization over the past 12 months are largely in part because of LeBron James. Whether it's not uh, having a good enough relationship uh, with Kyrie Irving to want to make him stay, or not making it work with with the players that were brought in, like Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas, um... To you know, making the organization make a giant trade in the middle of the season, and having to deal with the fact that you've got Rodney Hood and Larry Nance in the postseason, as opposed to Jay Crowder, who's got a ton of experience in the pros- postseason, Isaiah Thomas, who's had a ton of experience in the postseason, Dwayne Wade, who's won championships in the postseason. Like, they're just at some point you have to also acknowledge that LeBron James is in large part responsible for the situation the Cavs are in and it's like nobody wants to do that. They just want to feel bad for LeBron James and talk about how little talent he has around him and man and you wonder why he wants to leave Cleveland. Okay, well I mean if if that's the the conversation we're going to have then let's have the conversation all the way through and let's also point out the fact that these moves were made because of LeBron James. So I mean Tristan Thompson being irrelevant in the finals last year, whose fault is that? Well, it's you know, okay, that's fine. But he's also the same guy LeBron James had to get a an 80 something million dollar contract for and now you see him in the finals against the Golden State Warriors and he's totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant in the finals. So you, you, I just I, I hear a lot of conversation about what LeBron doesn't have, but I'm not hearing a lot of conversation about the fact that he's in large part why they're in the situation that they're in. Okay, but like that just sort of comes with the territory with LeBron James, right? Like that's just kind of the way it goes. And I would love this is what I would love more than anything. Well, not more than everything, but I, this would be fun to do. I would love to sit down with Kobe Altman, the GM for the Cleveland Cavaliers, just off the record. We could go off the record, and I'd, I would fl- I would ask him flat out, "Hey, you think LeBron's going to be back? Like how confident are you? Like give me a percentage. Like if I, you, like, like what if, if you had to bet a certain amount of money, would you on LeBron James coming back to Cleveland next year?" I would be fascinated to hear his answer because i think i know what his answer is and his answer is no he's not coming back there's no shot no way lebron james comes back to cleveland next year right but that's sort of what you get by dealing with lebron james if you think about it it's always a year to year thing like there is no stability long term it's always kind of a year to year thing and if we want to give credit to lebron james and i i was one you know i remember last year talking about it there's a lot of criticism about how the NBA is done and players that sign short-term contracts and these super teams and all of this stuff. And we all point fingers and we blame LeBron James for it. But you got to give the guy credit because he's made the NBA offseason that much more exciting. NBA free agency is better than the NFL free agency the past two years. That's in large part because LeBron James has 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 given players flexibility and freedom and mobility. And I give LeBron credit for that but where the calves are sitting that's in large part because it's his fault like 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 that's that's his fault and it's a year to year situation with lebron james if you've ever like anybody who's worked at a restaurant or worked at a bar you can relate to this you know what i'm talking about all right or anybody that's just worked in in a tip based job a job that's that's dependent on tip. You could be Uber driver, Lyft driver, a cabbie driving around right now. But if you work within tips, okay, you can relate to this issue and and the issue of, of this psychology when it comes to your spending. Okay? Because when you work in a tip-based job or industry, the psychology of your spending is all out of whack. Because if you go somewhere for the weekend or if you go out, or you splurge on something. Part of the reason that you do it is because you think, "Well, I'm going to work in two nights anyways. I'll just make all this money that I'm spending back in tips, and it'll be fun. I'm that there'll be this. It's like I'm not even losing money, and it sort of messes with your psychology. You know, if you work a normal job to where you get paid every two weeks, you don't really think that way. You think more about a budget because there's a timeline and a schedule when this stuff comes along, and it's usually the same amount every single two weeks. But if you work in a bar or a restaurant, you your whole psychology is off because you just assume there's going to be more money the next time you go into work, so don't even worry about what you spend before you go in. Like, Don't even worry about it. You're going to make that money back. You live for the now. And when you work with LeBron James, it's for the now. Like there is no what about next year, year beyond, all that no no no. It's now. Like like that like you're spending with the assumption that it's for now. Okay, but just like when you work in the restaurant or you work in bars, if you spend a bunch the night before and it's slow at work the next night, guess what? You're screwed. You're totally screwed. And people that work in the restaurant business or work in bars, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You go out, you, you, you get bottle service, or, you, or you, you make a big expensive purchase, and you spend a bunch of money, and your thought and your mind goes to, I'll just make it back my next shift, and then we go on to, to work that next shift, and you realize, oh, it's dead. Like, I'm out of a little bit of money this week. I got to pay bills next week. I should have budgeted this a lot better. Like that's where it feels like the Cavs could be heading, because everything has been about all right. Well, well, you know we're making these moves, but don't don't think about you know what's coming down, you know, because we're like it's all about now. Like as long as we as long as we win now, like like that's neat and all, but what happens when you don't win? You know what happens if I don't know you get ousted in the first round against the Indiana Pacers in the playoffs? Then what happens? What are we talking about then? Because now you're looking around going, uh-oh, it's dried up around here. Um, all right, uh, what's what's the plan? Well, I don't know. And that's one of the things that you get when you deal with LeBron James. Everything is about right now. It's win-now mode every single year. And you're taking a big risk because if you don't win now, you're totally screwed. You walk back into work and you realize, oof, it's slow in here. I don't know where I'm going to make my money. That's where I feel like the Cavs could be heading coming over the next several months, if LeBron, if they're ousted in the first round or next round in the Eastern Conference playoffs, what is the future in Cleveland going to look like? like that's going to be the interesting thing to watch in the offseason. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. Every week on this show, we test your basic NFL trivia. It is easy. It is totally... Just simple, simple questions. It's a question and answer. There could be true or falses. It's not hard at all. But every single week, you guys struggle with this, all right? So we're going to give you another opportunity. If you've got the balls, all right. If you've got the balls and you want to take a shot at answering basic NFL trivia on national radio. 877-996-6369 is the phone number. 877-99 on Fox. Guess that garbage is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All
4: right, Jonas, and the Cavaliers are struggling in their first-round series against the Indiana Pacers. Indy does pick up a 92-90 to 90 victory on Friday night to take a two-games-to-one series lead. Indy erased a 17-point deficit to come back for the victory. Bojan Bogdanovic with 30 points to pace Indiana. He was 11 of 15 from the field, seven of nine from three-point distance. Victor Oladipo chipped in 18 points as well. Elsewhere, the Bucks with a 116 to 92 domination of the Celtics in Milwaukee. Boston's series lead now cut down to two games to one as Chris Middleton led the Deer with 23 points. They shot 57 percent from the field as a team against one of the best defensive units in the NBA and in the nation's capital. The Wizards with a 122 to 103 victory over the Raptors behind 20. 20- 28 points and 14 assists from John Wall. Bradley Beal also chipped in 28 points. Toronto's series lead now down to two games to one as well. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In Major League Baseball, Max Scherzer outdueled Clayton Kershaw six innings pitch, four hits, one run, and nine strikeouts as the Nationals notch a five to two victory in Los Angeles. The Red Sox win yet again. They have a four run sixth inning and get a 17 and excuse me improve their record to 17 and two after a seven to three victory over the Oakland A's. The, the Angels tr- lose to the Giants in Los Angeles by the score of 8-1. Andrew McCutcheon with his third home run of the season there. Tyson Ross lost a no-hitter in the eighth inning. The Padres still notch a 4-1 to victory over Arizona. Victories for the Cubs, Cardinals, and Brewers. In the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, the Winnipeg Jets advanced with a series victory over the Minnesota Wild. Flyers now lead the Pittsburgh Penguins in their series three games to two after a four to two victory. Avalanche beat the Predators two to one to stay alive in their series. Back to Jonas Knox.
3: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier right now. It's time for this.
2: Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell?
0: These two
3: teams flat out stink. Stinks.
0: It always has stunk. He stinks. This he
2: stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's guess that garbage.
3: Yeah, that's right. Every single week at this time, we go around the country, around the world, for our friends listening internationally on the iHeartRadio app, and we test your basic NFL trivia. All right, This is all easy stuff. I've got five questions here basic NFL questions, NFL trivia, nothing hard. If you paid attention to the NFL, even in the slightest in the last several days, this should be a cakewalk for you. But here's why this game gets interesting. You guys are terrible at it. And I don't know why. We've been doing this almost three years now, and it never gets any better. So we will try it again here on Fox Sports Radio, and we will get it started with David, who is listening in California here on FSR. David, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? Good. What do you got going on, man? Hey, you. It's funny you were talking about a Uber driver because that's what I am. All right, there it is, man. So, is it, how's a How's it? Where in California are you driving, David? Orange County. Okay, so there's a lot of people emptying the bars there in Orange County. Now, where whereabouts in Orange County are you? I'm in Orange, actually. Okay, so near Anaheim. Yeah, exactly. All right, fair enough. All right, so there's a little bit of a uh, little bit of map quest, a little mapping uh, we're doing here on national radio, so for people driving around uh, in the middle of Minnesota where it's uh, minus four degrees and uh, and there's penguins walking around because it's so cold out. Now you know where Orange California is. It's near Anaheim in Southern California. All right, exactly so right. By the way, it's going to be a long time before they see hockey in Anaheim and California because the Ducks stink. All right, here we go. David, uh, are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock. All right, so here we go. Which two AFC teams updated their uniforms earlier this week? Mm. All right, I'm going to say... You know, if you get one of these, David, because it's kind of a difficult question. I I realize now I'm kind of looking at it, you know, this is garbage. You can guess that garbage. So these aren't I mean, these aren't the biggest stories in the world, but if you get one of these, all right, it's one just give me one of the two AFC teams that made uniform modifications earlier this week in the NFL. Let me go, uh, Patriots. Okay.
5: And uh, Raiders.
3: Hmm. Close, um, but no, that is incorrect. Uh, no, in fact, uh, now that I look at it, not even close at all. As a matter of fact, uh, the Jaguars and the Dolphins would be the correct answer. That was kind of a difficult one, but uh, but nonetheless, we appreciate David calling, uh, driving an Uber in Orange, California. If you're in Orange or in Orange County near Anaheim, you're trying to find the Ducks game and you can't figure out why it's going to be several months before they play again. Just uh, ask for uh, ask for David. Uh, he's a, he's a good Uber driver. Fan of the show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go to Seattle, where Nathan is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Nathan, what's happening? Hey, nothing
5: much. Uh, I'm just
3: hanging out. Uh, what do you What's going on in Seattle, man? It's about one thirty in the morning. What What What's the word? What do you got going on?
5: <laughs> Honestly, I'm sitting here playing a Major League Baseball game on a PlayStation.
3: All right, which Which team are you, Mariners?
5: Yes, I am a oh, Mariner. Okay.
3: Now, is it difficult to play like NBA games because there's no Sonics?
5: Yeah, I don't play NBA games. So I'm uh-huh. kind of uh, I can't do the basketball thing yet.
3: All right, well, listen, we know it. Uh, I know it. Uh, look, it's a wound, man. Wounds take a while to heal, so I hear you, man. All right, so here we go. Yeah. All right, listen. All right. We're, we're, we're all right, man. Everything's going to be all right. All right, so we got Nathan in Seattle listening on Fox Sports Radio. Nathan, here's the question for you. You saw the Dez Bryant got released last week, right? Yep. Yeah, a lot of rumors about where he's gonna go. You know, people are talking about the Giants possibly, you know, who's gonna make a run at Des Bryant. So here's a little true or false for you. All right. So true or false, Des Bryant has never had a hundred catches in a single season. Is that true or false? Oh boy. Uh, I'd say false. Mm. That is incorrect. That is actually a true statement. Never in his career. Has Des Bryant had 100 catches in a single season? Never. But it's weird. <laughs> a lot of coverage for uh for Des Bryant uh so so there's that. All right, let's go to uh let's go to California again. Diego is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Diego, what's happening? Uh, just hanging out. Uh, where in California are you, man?
2: Uh, right now I'm in Richmond.
3: Where the hell's that? <laughs> Richmond is uh over in the Bay in SF, kind of. Oh, okay, so Northern California. Yes, sir. Okay, fair enough. All right. So we got Diego in Northern California listening on Fox Sports Radio. Alright, so Diego, uh I'm gonna give you a so let's let's of the top four quarterbacks, and these are consensus top four quarterbacks in the NFL draft, right? So you got Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Allen. All right. Who right. threw of those four, who threw the most interceptions in college?
4: Oh, uh, um... Um, USC. Um, is that Who? What I'm
3: uh The one that went to USC. You, Who? Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Okay, uh, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. Baker Mayfield would be the correct answer. Baker Mayfield of those four, the most interceptions in college. Zero oh, and three. And uh, and here's the issue. Like normally, uh, when you guys like miss the first three, you're somewhat close. Uh, you're not even in the same stratosphere with some of these answers you are all garbage uh, that's enough jeremy is in kansas listening on fox sports radio jeremy you are next up here on Guess that garbage on fox sports radio what's going on jeremy
5: i'm uh, sitting here waiting on the mail to arrive in the rain
3: why the hell would the mail arrive at 3 30 in the morning man
5: yeah, well, you know, we we get our packages about four o'clock in the morning, and we get them sorted, and then our mail truck arrives about five o'clock.
3: Oh, so are you now? Are you at home or are you at work? I am on my way to work. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I I, I was thinking that you were waiting around at home for the mail to arrive, and it's three thirty in the morning in Kansas. I was saying, <laughs> hey, Jeremy, man, hey, yeah, maybe uh, maybe time to lay off the weed. Know what I mean?
5: Yeah, no. At three thirty in the morning, if I'm not waiting on the mail, I'm asleep.
3: Yeah, no. I hear. Listen, man i i, I like I like early mornings, man. I used when yeah. the, when the milk milkman used to arrive. That was the best, man. The milk was always cold in the morning. It's something about waking up early. You feel like you get a head start. My favorite time to work out is like four in the morning, man. It's fun. Yeah. You know, you feel like you're. You, everybody else is lazy. You're looking at people as they're driving into work, and you're leaving work, and you're like, "You lazy ass! You lazy ass!" <laughs> Maybe that's just me. All right, okay, Jeremy, here we go. Uh, So you saw that the NFL schedule was released, right? Yes. All right, so I've got a question for you, all right? So I need you to listen closely. Listen to all the options before you guess, all right? Okay. So which of the following matchups is the annual game played in Mexico this season? All right, here are your options. So which one of these matchups is the game that will be taking place in Mexico this season? All right, here's the options. Is it? Raiders vs. 49ers Rams versus Chiefs Chargers versus Cardinals Cowboys versus Texans or Iowa Sam versus Barrett Robbins
5: Well Jonas the last time I played your game we went 2 and 3 as a 5 man group and we're not going to get shut out this week either because it's the Rams and the Chiefs
3: Yeah! There he is ladies and gentlemen, yes! Rams Chiefs is the correct answer in Mexico. Uh, as somebody who has uh, Mexican in-laws and has been to Mexico several times, I can confirm there are absolutely no Rams and Chiefs fans in that country. I can confirm they have no idea who those teams are. You um,
2: boys like Mexico! Yeah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to... <laughs> Let's go to, God, Mike's angry when he's high. Let's go to Keegan in Jacksonville, who's listening on Fox Sports Radio. Keegan, what's happening? How you doing? Uh, Good, man. What's going on in Jacksonville?
5: Uh, Not much. I work the night shift, so uh, I'm staying up.
3: All right, there we go. Now, where do you work, man?
5: Uh, I'm in the Navy, actually.
3: Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, Well, we appreciate you listening, man. Thanks for hanging out. Sure. all right, so here's yes, the sir. here's the question for you, Keegan, uh, listening uh, in Jacksonville. You are the final one here on Fox Sports Radio. You, if you get this correct, you can go two and three as a nation, all right? <laughs> two and three as a nation sounds a lot better than one and four, all right? So here yeah, we no go. no pressure. All right, so Keegan, so Brandon Marshall was released, the wide receiver, not the linebacker. Brandon Marshall was released by the Giants this week, all right? Name the other four teams he's played for in his NFL career.
5: Brandon Marshall. All right, we're going to go with the New York Jets. Okay. We're going to go with uh, Brandon Marshall. I'm going to say Denver. Okay. Um. Um oh god, I'm stumped here. I'm stumped huh? too.
3: Yeah, just just throw two teams out there. Who cares? Just save All two. Right,
5: um, we'll go with uh Browns.
3: Okay. What's the other one?
5: Um goodness, 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 uh Chicago.
3: Okay, well, I mean, listen, that was close. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. It was close. It was close. Uh, yeah, uh, Chicago is correct. The Got Jets bears. are correct. The Broncos are correct. The other one was the Miami Dolphins, not the Browns. So the uh, Miami Dolphins. But uh, but nonetheless, uh, we appreciate uh, Keegan calling in from Jacksonville, working for the Navy. Uh, appreciate a brand-new uh, brand listener, brand-new guy uh, hanging out here on Guess That Garbage. Unfortunately, as a group one and four... One and four on Guess That Garbage. Garbage! But You are all garbage. The best thing about the game? We're going to do it again next week, all right? So we will keep swinging the axe until we get a perfect score here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Jonas Knox, uh, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number you can get me on Twitter at TheJonasKnox. Coming up next, I have got to give credit to somebody I never thought I would on national radio. This was outstanding. Find out who I'm talking about next on FSR. You boys, Mexico! Yeah! Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You know what's the worst, man? Well, I don't know if this is the worst thing ever, but it's very uncomfortable, and have you ever been really critical of someone over and over, and then they do something nice and you feel uncomfortable about it? It's like, oh, man. I I wish I would have just stayed a jerk. Like now they're making it really difficult. Like someone you work with, and you don't really like them all that much, and they get you a Christmas gift and you weren't expecting it. That's the worst, jerkass. Because you don't, you're not really a big fan of the person, and you don't really like them all that much, and they kind of annoy you, and you never got them anything, and then all of a sudden they turn around and do something, and it's like, oh man, like I don't, like I don't want to have to be nice, and I'm gonna have to go back on everything, and you feel like you're you're fake, and you're. And then you feel guilty because then you got to go get them something like it just just it's basically having to acknowledge that they did something nice and everything you previously thought about them you now have to take into question you, you now have to question your thought process for however long you felt a certain way about somebody it's very uncomfortable and um, I'm in a similar situation with somebody that I have ripped or laughed at at least a few, probably a hundred times here on the show, in the NFL world. And that person is Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Redskins. One of the worst owners in sports. Uh, they have made comical decisions from a free agent standpoint. They have made comical decisions from a front office standpoint. They have been for a few times... During Daniel Snyder's time as owner of the Washington Redskins, one of the laughingstocks of sports, the whole uh, Scott McLuhan, uh, Bruce Allen fiasco last year and and how that all went down around the draft and, you know, leaking reports that, that Scott McLuhan was dealing with alcohol issues like all that. stuff I mean, they're they're a disaster, a total disaster. So I have poked fun several times at Dan Snyder here on the show. But uh, I got to give the guy credit. I got to give him credit for one of the more creative moves that I personally would do. This is something out of my book, and Dan Snyder pulled it off flawlessly. There was a fan who sent in a uh, request to Dan Snyder saying, you know, kind of a plea Please keep Kirk Cousins around. We need to keep Kirk Cousins. He's our quarterback. Do what it takes. You know, one of those things. So a fan sends this letter into Dan Snyder. And Dan Snyder, out of the goodness of his heart, responded back to the fan with an autographed picture of himself. <laughs> I got to give him credit. It's one of the all-time heel moves. If you like, if you watch pro wrestling, that's called a heel move. It's like what uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Ravishing Rick Rude, would do. Like, that was what Dan Snyder pulled off. So for all the jokes and wise-ass remarks I made about Dan Snyder, that is an outstanding move from the Redskins owner. So sometimes many things can lead to one chaotic situation. Not just one. And if you don't pay attention... Because a lot of people aren't willing to be honest about it. You could get lost in sort of the conversation that is not happening. Right, so I will explain what I mean by all that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are listening right now, we appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, If you are just now waking up from a 420 stupor, if you went out and you smoked some weed, walked the Green Wolf, Mm. tickled God's feet, picked on some hippie lettuce, and you're just now waking up and you're Mm. wiping away the crust in your eyes and you're trying to figure out why there's fast food crumbs all over your bed. Just understand that something happened on Friday night that is going to be the conversation over the next 24 to 36 hours on sports radio. The Cavaliers lost. The Cavaliers are down two games to one to the Indiana Pacers. And the Cavaliers don't look very good. Cleveland! Now... This is part of what comes with LeBron James, the the conversations, everything surrounding him. And this is a credit. The fact that the Cavaliers are down two games to one is actually a compliment to LeBron James because they've been pretty damn good for a long, long time. So when the Cavs being down 2-1 to the Pacers is a story like this, That goes to show you how dominant LeBron James has been in that conference for the past going on decade in the NBA. But as the Cavs lose that game, a game in which they should have won, a game in which they had a pretty comfortable lead and they just fell apart late, Uh, J.R. Smith, who had had coming down the floor... Threw up a, a three-pointer, 30-foot three-pointer off-balance that was nowhere close to the buzzer while he had a teammate open on the wing for a potential game-winning three-pointer. Just bad mistakes. And it, listen, this just isn't... At some point, you have to acknowledge it's just not their year in Cleveland. But this is where the conversation was happening. And we were talking about this earlier on the show. Like, you can do things differently. If you, if you find yourself in a bad situation... All right, like like bad situations come up in life, you know, you just kind of have to roll with it and you cannot stop that. You can't predict the future. You can't you can't predict that you're not going to have a run in when you go out or that you're not going to get into a fender bender or that you're not going to like there are certain things that you can't predict certain things that will go on. But what you can do is you can put yourself in better position for success, all right? You can put yourself in better positions to try and avoid those issues down the road. And so, the comparison I was making earlier in the show is like, if you're running late to work and you get in a fender bender, you can get pissed that you got in a fender bender heading to work, or you can also acknowledge that, well, you know, if if I wasn't in a rush, I might have been driving a little bit safer. Um, if I would have gone to bed earlier, I wouldn't have been as much of a rush. If I would have set my alarm. You know, I, I wouldn't be in as much of a rush. If I if I wouldn't have gotten drunk the night before and forgot to set my alarm, I wouldn't be in that much of a rush. If I like there are so many things that take place leading to moments that sometimes we focus only on the moment and not what we could have done before then to try and avoid the moment. And I think that's where people are sort of missing the conversation here on the Cleveland Cavaliers, because all anybody wants to talk about is what LeBron doesn't have around him in the playoffs, and they don't want to talk about the fact that this roster is what it is because of LeBron James. So he's got to take some responsibility for it. He's got to be somewhat accountable for it. And I don't hear enough people having those conversations, and all I'm hearing about is people making excuses for Le- for why this Cavs team doesn't have a shot at winning an NBA championship this year. LeBron James, after Friday night's loss, was asked by members of the media whether or not and is there anything he can do to make his teammates play a little better in the playoffs?
5: What are you guys looking for? You guys think I'm going to throw my teammates under the bus? No. I'm, I'm not about that. Guys just got to play better, including myself. I had six turnovers a night. I was horrible in the third quarter. Couldn't make a shot. You know, if I make some better plays in the third quarter, then the lead don't slip. I haven't played as well as we would like to play You know, as a team. I'm in this series so far, even with the, even with the game two victory. So we have to regroup and Got to figure out how we can be better in game four.
3: So, look, I mean, is the series over? No, it's not over. But I'm telling you, man, nobody wants to have that conversation. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that it's, you know, I mean, he's kind of responsible for it, kind of largely responsible for this. And it just goes to show you when you're constantly in win now mode, you can go all in all the time and you can let it ride every year and that's kind of what you have to do with LeBron James but when you don't win what are you left with and th- there's just not a whole lot on this roster outside of LeBron James but a lot, a lot of that is because of LeBron James here's the other thing i noticed about that game there was about with about 4 minutes left there was about a 3 to 4 3 to 4 consecutive possession streak there where it was some of the worst officiating I have seen in a long time, and they were giving the Cavs every benefit of the doubt. Brady Quinn sent me a message. He's a diehard Cavs fan, right? He's 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 a Cavs ball washer uh, from Ohio. Uh, so Brady and I do a show on Sunday nights, and it makes me sick, right? He's one of the most arrogant Cleveland Cavalier fans I've ever met in my life, and he sent me a message during the game and said, "I'm a Cavs fan." the officiating the last 2 minutes has been atrocious it was awful <laughs> i mean awful some of the calls it it, would, it like it looked like the game was fixed i'm not trying to do conspiracy theory i'm not trying to do uh you know i i swear to god the fountain outside my office has a tear running down its its cheek uh, i believe in leprechauns uh, any of that stuff crop circles you name it but i'm telling you man there was about a three to four possession stretch with four minutes or so left to go in that game, and it was some of the worst officiating I'd seen in a long time. So that's the situation. The Cavaliers find themselves down two games to one, but while everybody else is focusing on this situation at hand and how LeBron has nothing around him, maybe the conversation needs to be, what could he have done better to try and help them out so that he wouldn't be in this position? Because a lot of these moves that were made over the past year, Kyrie leaving, the big trade at the deadline, a lot of these moves, these are moves that were made because of LeBron James. So somebody's got to be accountable for that at some point or another. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number, and you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, also, I was thinking about this. So in about, in less than an hour from now, Anthony Gargano... And Lincoln Kennedy, you're going to be on the air here on Fox Sports Radio. So I am always the undercard for the main event, which is Gargano and Kennedy coming up at 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio every Saturday morning. Anthony Gargano lives in Philadelphia, right? He is the voice of Philadelphia Sports Radio. And Gargano is one of my favorite people in the business. And the conversation in Philadelphia has always been For the 76ers, man, they got a lot of young talent, and they got Embiid, and they got Ben Simmons. Man, down the road, this team's going to be really good. And my counter to that would be, forget down the road. This is the time, and it's this season, because if you look around the Eastern Conference, the Cavs are nowhere near where they've been the past two years, two to three years. The Celtics, two best players, are out for the season. The Toronto Raptors, you cannot depend on at all in the playoffs. And as well as Indiana has played, I, I, I wouldn't think that Indiana would be a team that Philadelphia would be fearing. You can you can say and you can hope and you can wish and you can talk about what's going to happen down the road and what's going to happen 10 years from now and how you're going to dominate the conference for the next decade, and that's all nice and all, but this conference is as vulnerable as it's ever going to get, and then you just hope you get to the finals and you take your chances from there. You just take your chances from there because who knows how many more players on the Warriors are going to roll an ankle. Who knows whether or not Chris Paul comes up small uh, in, in the NBA Finals, and, and Chris Paul has had situations in the playoffs where he hasn't maybe played as well, or James Harden disappears for a game and you get a good matchup there, but I'm telling you, if I'm a 76ers fan, if I'm Anthony Gargano uh, in less than an hour from now here on Fox Sports Radio, my this conversation is no longer about what the future's like. This conversation is what these playoffs look like because you got a real chance. And I'm telling you, like... It happens all the time. It's one of the things that drives me crazy in sports that fans do drives me nuts. Well, you know, if they don't get it this year, you know, they're pretty, they're set up uh, pretty well for the future, man. You know, like ask the 85 bears, you know, the story, nobody talks about the 85 bears how the next year they went 14 and two, they were 15 and one, won a Super Bowl. They went 14 and two the next year. Hosted a home playoff game and lost. One hit wonders. Have never won a Super Bowl since. Ask the Pistons in 04. Ask fans in Michigan. Ask fans in Detroit what it's like being a Pistons fan after 04. You got your head coach and the guy running basketball meeting with the owner this weekend. He may be out of a job soon. I mean, you got a brand new arena, but nobody cares. You didn't even make the playoffs. Ask the Packers. Ask Packer fans a few years ago. When Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl, ha, this is going to be the first of many. Yeah, how's that working out? I mean, what have you done since? What about the Seahawks a couple years ago? Win that Super Bowl? Man, this team's set up to make make a run. Hey, they even got back to the Super Bowl. You know what? This is the new norm here in Seattle, we're going to make runs to the playoffs all the time. We're going to be in the Super Bowl all the time. You're close to being in a rebuild situation in Seattle. Like you you have now become the third most dangerous team in your division, not conference in your division. So it's like if you get these chances, you got to cash in. And if I'm a 76ers fan, I don't want to hear anybody talk about what's happening down the road. I want to talk about now because this is you have a chance to strike. There is a chance to make a run at an NBA championship or at least get to the NBA finals. If I'm a Sixers fan, I'm talking about now, forget the future. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, 877 996 6369. And you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming up next, there's an NFL rumor and an NFL story. Right, That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but if you just look back to recent history, it actually makes all the sense in the world. I'll tell you what that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Is it still 420 anywhere? What time is it in Hawaii right now? I believe it is
0: 1121 in the morning.
3: Let me, let me just time that. I'll go I ahead and a uh, little, little Google search here. Uh, oh, yeah, it's still uh, still 420 in Hawaii. So this song is, I guess, relevant for our friends listening on Fox Sports 990 in, uh, in Hawaii.
0: And in Anchorage, Alaska, in Juneau, Alaska. Um, I'm not sure what time it is there.
3: Uh, that voice there is Iowa Sam. He is also the reason that we are listening to Sublime here on this show. Uh, Sublime, no joke. Top three worst bands I've ever heard in my life. That you're band you can get
0: some hate for that one.
3: I I could not care less. You know what I do. Uh I listen, I fire and then ask questions. All right. There is no that Sublime stinks. They they are terrible. Absolutely terrible. Sam's Sam's all telling me, like, oh, you're going to get a lot of oh God, a lot of hate tweets, man. Just like, you know, when you rip kiss a couple of weeks ago, you're going to get a lot of hate tweets here. Guess what I say to that? I don't care. Yeah, do not care. All right. Oh. So uh, we will have another edition of The Scraps coming up here less than 10 minutes from now. This is where we get into uh, some stories out there that we have not had a chance to. Some of them may uh, go off off the rails a little bit. That's where the show gets into a dark place. So that'll be coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox sports radio. We do have some NFL conversation. All right. Some NFL conversation because there's uh so, and the reason I brought this up is people are trying to decide who the hell they want as a quarterback in this draft, you know, because we know this about statistics and we know about law of averages in the NFL that very few quarterbacks actually make it. All right. So if you were to just look at the, at this draft class and you're looking at the top four, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, in no particular order, whatever order you have those in. But if you're looking at those four quarterbacks, you know, for a fact that not all four of those quarterbacks is going to make it and be a success. In fact, it's more likely that one, maybe two, is a success and the other two are not. So you've got a, a high bust rate at quarterback in this draft just based on historical evidence and and the fact that not all of them are home runs. It's just it's the way it is. That's just the way the NFL works. And so the big conversation is, you know, what is the plan at quarterback? Because the Browns control the draft. All right, if you pick first and you are one of several teams that is looking for a quarterback, and there are several teams below you that are also going to take quarterbacks, you control the draft. So the Browns have been on the clock for months. Right? The Browns control this draft. And so the conversation then turns to who do the Browns go at number one, because that'll determine where these other players fall in and and where they end up, whether it's the Giants taking a quarterback at two, if, if uh, Sam Darnold is sitting there, the Jets are taking a quarterback at three. What happens at four? Um, you know, what do the Broncos do at five? There's a lot of things, but it, none of it is going to take place. And everybody else is just sort of waiting on what the Browns are going to do at number one. And so the name that you keep hearing is Josh Allen. And so we were talking about you know earlier on in the show, just about you know w- w- if you don't know who you want, I mean, do you know at least what you don't want? And I think that a lot of times we all do that to where we, you can't, if you're hungry, so you sometimes, and a lot of times you don't know what it is that you want to eat, but you know what you definitely don't want to eat. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I'm really starving. I'm got to really, uh, I got to eat. You know, what do you feel like? Ah, I don't know. You yeah, know, okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, what about a sandwich? No, no, definitely not. I don't want that much bread. Okay. Well, at least you know what you don't want. You know, it's like process of elimination. Like sometimes that's easier taking that way to get to the answer than it is trying to figure out the answer in the front, you know, like just take, take the back roads. You'll get there. It may take a little bit longer, but you'll get there. And so if you were to just pose the question to somebody, who do you definitely not want? Like what's the character trait you definitely don't want in the NFL draft from one of these quarterbacks. And that's the question that I posed to Brian Billick on Friday. And Brian Billick said, you know, I, as much as I love him, I can't deal with inaccuracies, you know. So Josh Allen would be the guy whose flaw of all these quarterbacks who have flaws, his inaccuracy is the fly cannot deal with. I could not deal with it because I dealt with that with Kyle Bowler when I was coaching the Ravens. And that's Brian Billick, who's got a Super Bowl ring and has coached some premier offenses in NFL history, who's saying, that's the one thing I can't deal with. So you may not know what you want or who you prefer, but you know by process of elimination, that's the one characteristic he cannot deal with because it does not get better when you get to the next level. So Josh Allen is a big question mark. Yet, all you're hearing about is he's going to go number one overall. So Bucky Brooks, I had a conversation with Bucky Brooks, who's an NFL scout, works for the NFL Network, former NFL player. Uh, He's also done shows here at Fox Sports Radio about whether or not he buys in to Josh Allen being a legitimate candidate to go number one overall. And he pointed out historical evidence that would lead you to believe that that is actually a real story.
5: I don't like it necessarily, Josh Allen, as the number one quarterback in this draft, as the number one pick in this draft. But let's just say we go and connect the dots on John Dorsey's draft history. He is a guy that typically opts for projection and potential over production. You look at what he did last year, taking Pat Mahomes over Deshaun Watson. Pat Mahomes was clearly a developmental guy where Deshaun Watson appeared to be a little more ready to go based on what he accomplished in college. You go all the way back to him picking Eric Fisher over Luke Jokel, same situation, Jokel Uh, was probably a little more polished. Fisher was a better athlete. You go back to his time in Green Bay, he saw a strong arm quarterback like Brett Favre win three state MVPs on the strength of a big arm and exceptional athleticism. And Josh Allen, they may envision him developing like that, taking a gamble, a big swing, on his upside as opposed to anything that he has done during his collegiate career.
3: And that was uh, Bucky Brooks in the NFL Network. Uh, He's a a scout, has been doing it for for a long time at the NFL Network. He also played in the NFL. And he's even pointing it out. Listen, if you just connect the dots, if you go based on track record, it makes all the sense in the world they would take Josh Allen. But, man, I I just, to me, and, and I know the counter to that, And this is going to be what people will say to defend Josh Allen. They're going to say, well, you know, it's not like he was playing with top talent at Wyoming. Well, it's not like he was playing against top talent either. So I I just... And, and if Josh Allen turns out to be a great player or he gets, and this is you know, system is everything when it comes to quarterbacks. So maybe he gets to a system to where they work on something or there's a quick fix or, you know, you change your footwork or you, you know, you open up your hips more, whatever the hell quarterbacking term there is out there for that you think would solve an accuracy problem, but just two pieces of historical evidence that you got to go by. All right. One of them being, that John Dorsey has a history of taking players with high upside. Okay, you just heard Bucky Brooks there, which would lead you to believe that Josh Allen would be the pick. So that's one, the first piece of historical evidence. The second piece, as Brian Billick pointed out earlier in the show, you don't get more accurate when you get to the NFL, right? It doesn't work that way. Windows don't get bigger, they get smaller, and that would be a major concern. So if I'm a Browns fan you, you got to be sweating this one out. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd be all in on, on Josh Allen number one. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as you come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we are going to find out what the hell we have missed in the world of sports, uh, and this is usually where the show is. Enters into a dark, dark place. All right. So find out what we're talking about next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin figures.
4: Alright Jonas, the Cavaliers are in a pretty dark space for their standards over the last couple of seasons. They are now down in a first round series for the first time in a long time. Pacers with a 2-1 series lead after notching a 92-90 victory over the Cavs in Indiana. Bojan Bogdanovic with a playoff career high 30 points on 11-15 shooting from the floor. Victor Oladipo with 18 points in the victory as well. Elsewhere the Wizards notched a 122-103 win over the Raptors. Raptors still lead the series two games to one. John Wall with 28 points and 14 assists. Bradley Beal also chipped in 28 points in the victory and the Celtics got steamrolled by the Bucks in Milwaukee 116 to 92 as Chris Middleton at 23 points. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 19, Eric Bledsoe and Jabari Parker each chipped in 17 points as the Celtics see their series lead down now to two games to one. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Philadelphia Flyers with a 4-2 victory over the Penguins to take a 3-2 series lead there. The Winnipeg Jets are on to the second round after a 5-0 victory over the Minnesota Wild. Colorado Avalanche stay alive with a 2-1 victory over the Nashville Predators. In Major League Baseball, the Red Sox with a 7-3 victory victory over the A's in Oakland. Jackie Bradley and Mitch Moreland each with home runs in the victory. Nationals with a 5-2 victory over the Dodgers in Los Angeles. Giants get a home run from Andrew McCutcheon in an 8-1 victory over the Angels. Tyson Ross lost a no-hitter in the 8th inning and the Padres do hold on for a 4-1 victory over Arizona. Cubs get home runs from Javier Baez and Kyle Schwarber in a 16-5 victory over the Colorado Rockies. Back to Jonas Knox.
3: Thanks, Cub. Uh, Jonas Knox here at Fox Sports Radio. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only art part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, so uh, somebody is very, very, very bothered that I criticize the band Sublime. I, I Look, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> Sublime stinks. It's not a good band. I, like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Lie? Would you rather me lie? Come on.
0: Did they uh did they say you're going down the wrong way, Jonas? Get it? This is a song of theirs. What did they say?
3: Yeah, that's wrong so way. Bit. No, no, don't even listen. They like, don't. You just let let the joke die, all right? <laughs> Let's just like we're not even taking it off life support. Let's just let that joke die. God. All right. Um it's time for this though.
0: Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories?
3: You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the great voice of L.A. sports. Ladies and gentlemen, you pay your damn respects to Kevin Figures. Appreciate it, Jonas. Thanks for the love, brother.
4: Some uh, NFL news coming out. Now, it's a little underreported with the schedule release coming out a couple of days ago, but the flexing of Sunday Sunday games to Saturday. You know, late in the season where the NFL, when college football takes a couple of weekends off, the NFL has actually scheduled a couple of Saturday night games. The problem is, by the time Week 15 or 16 rolls around, those games are absolute duds with yeah. two trash teams who are supposed to be good heading into the season, obviously not performing that well, so what the NFL has done now is there's a couple of those late Saturday games can now be flexed out, and Sunday afternoon games can be flexed back a day, and there are some of the industry who believe with the Monday night football contract coming coming up after next season, they can actually discuss the possibility of flexing Sunday afternoon games up from Sunday to Monday night. Do you think that's a good idea?
3: Uh, well, and you know it's funny because I, I, this is definitely going to get into this on the show tomorrow because there's the NBA stuff we just didn't have a lot of time to get into. But mm-hmm. the one thing I would say to that, if I was a fan and Sundays are my only day off, and I got tickets to one of these games late in the season, and all of a sudden they switch it to a Saturday. I'm probably pretty pissed off, yep. that's that's the only thing I would say is, is I don't mind the flexing. I'm glad they're not trying to to impede with college football and all that stuff. and And I get the idea of moving it around and getting more primetime games. You know, moving it, but when you're changing it an entire day, you're you could be screwing a lot of people over, and maybe I'm just overly sensitive because we work weekends, Kev. So so we like we we got to be able to stick up for the people that work weekends, That's right? Okay, for the, for the people who may not have just an open Saturday Sunday uh, uh, format to mm-hmm. where they can just do whatever, and you can move us around because we don't work anyways. If you work weekends. You know how precious your time is during the weekend and I just feel like a lot of people would get burned with this move.
4: Yeah, and especially ticket holders. If you're a, you know, someone who lives in a city that doesn't have a team and you want to see the best game that makes sense, but if you're like a, you know, a Packer fan or something and you were looking forward to seeing them playing on Sunday and you work on Monday and can't yeah. make it to the game, you know, that's that's an extra hassle. It would suck. And, and
3: and what if they were to move like a West Coast game? Right. The traffic on a Monday. Oh. Okay, the Jeez. traffic on a Monday here in Southern California to a Rams or a Chargers game at 5 o'clock, a 5.15 or 5.20 start time, because I think they move the start times as well too. They do. For a Monday game here in Southern California, good God, it is a nightmare, an absolute nightmare at that time.
4: Yeah, you, the stadium might get filled halfway through the second quarter. Might. And that's not a
3: joke, and it's not yeah. that people aren't trying to get there. Oh, yeah. It's just traffic is a pain in the ass out here in Southern California. It's just the it's the way it is. On Sundays, mm-hmm. when I, when I come in to do the show with Brady Quinn, there's been times where I mean I'm like a, a 20 to 25 minute drive to the studio from my house, an hour. Yeah, it's, on a Sunday, on a regular Sunday yes. afternoon. And nothing going on. Yep. No road closures. Not just just people taking their sweet ass time and everybody going in the same direction at the same time. It's a nightmare.
4: Yeah. Now logistics and traffic nightmare is not an issue for the Jacksonville Jaguars because well nobody goes to their games anyway. Even with them having a good season last year, and they've they've had to resort to a lot of gimmicks over the last couple of seasons. They had a pool out there. Yeah, a I giant love the pool, a giant screen to show all the other games to distract you from what's happening on the yeah. field, so you don't have to watch that trash that's been out there. Well, how about this? Now Jonas, they apparently will be the first NFL franchise to have a dog park in their stadium. All right, they're going to open up a dog park. Yay. You can bring Fido and bring your, you know, bring your dogs and they let them loose, run on the field and do their thing. Uh, I think I believe they're going to do this out uh, somewhere in the stands or whatnot, maybe by the pool or something. Um, but another reason for people to go to Jaguar games and not watch Jaguar football: take your dog out there to the dog park.
3: Oh, that's wonderful! You know, uh, I want to give a shout out to all our uh, friends listening on Sports Radio nine thirty AM nine thirty in Jacksonville. Uh, a guy I used to work with, Seth Harp, who does a show there in in Jacksonville. I, I used to work with him. Um, listen, <laughs> the pool was was bad, mm. right? You know, like it's like a third and two. Three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Jags down by four. Need a first down to continue the game and try and make the playoffs. And off into the distance, you hear, Marco, pull! You hear guys (laughs) jumping in. Uh, You hear cannonball. You hear also, like, that's one thing. Now you've got a dog park there. This is worse than the sandbox at Petco in San Diego. Right. Right. Okay, let's um and you wonder why you know you've got at least one game that's in London every year, you mm-hmm. wonder why, you wonder why you know the 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 tarps on the top deck not exactly a good look, but people have noticed, which is why a lot of these things have been done. I think it's just teams around the NFL have got to acknowledge that the at-home product is better and we've got to do whatever the hell we can to try and get people in. Like the Falcons had those cheap food prices right? Um, at the new stadium there. I, I just think this might be the new norm to where teams have got to figure out ways to try and generate any sort of business or interest in, in people wanting to go to their games.
4: Which is really a sad product, to yeah. be honest with you, if that's the case. that For football to be as popular of a sport as it is, you're right, yeah. it's more of a made-for-TV event now, and you have to find ways to get people to come out to the stadium. But is a dog park, really? The way to make it happen—that's bad. That's a uh, terrible. That's as bad as it gets. Bad dog. Now, normally, when we have these off the off the wall kooky stories that happen in the corners of the country, specifically either the Pacific Northwest or Florida, so we're going down to Florida for this one. A man wearing a blow here breathalyzer underwear
3: got a DUI earlier this week.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on,
3: hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Let's. Um. <laughs> let me just gather myself here. All right. Hold on a second. All right, because I've got to. All right. So so take it. <laughs> okay. Right. One thing. It. So a
4: man was wearing what? Okay. So there's a man in Port St. Lucie, Florida, mm-hmm. uh, pulled over by the cops. Uh, apparently, says he was going to help a friend of his move, uh, but he was wearing nothing but underwear. On the underwear, it simply had read the text breathalyzer. Blow here with <laughs> an arrow pointing in whatever direction you like to believe the arrow was pointing in. Huh. He also apparently had a, a ring for um a certain part of his anatomy oh. that he tossed out of the window when the cops <laughs> pulled him over okay. as well. 54-year-old man was was arrested on a DUI charge by the cops. <laughs> all right.
3: So let's think about this. Aloha, brother. Yeah, now, <laughs> let's think about this. 54 years old. Yep. All right. 54 years old. Uh, hey, well, oh, where's Uncle Joey been? He was—we uh, haven't seen him in a little while. Ah, wow, he got pulled over. Well, what happened? Did he get like with like too many parking tickets? No, he got pulled over. Uh, he was wearing underwear that had a breathalyzer pointing to his crotch, and he had a device uh, to help his crank uh, just in case he were to get to that point. Uh, so that's uh, that's why Uncle Joey cannot make it for uh, for, for for dinner later. He's going to be out of commission for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just. Think, like, if you're the cops and you pull him over, there's no way you keep a straight face through the entire arrest. You can't, right? Now, did he, okay, so did he get a DUI? Yes, because
4: they, they tried to administer a field sobriety test and a breathalyzer, which he refused, but they, they said that his behavior was consistent with someone who was uh, under the influence, so they took him in and tested him there, and that's when they uh, found out he was indeed under the influence. So. <laughs> Jackass. Which, what which what few amazing- people would be sober in the situation where that happened. Well,
3: what, an, what an amazing world, man. Like, this, you can't even make that stuff up. And all of this happened in
4: the parking lot of a Best Western Hotel down in Port St. Lucie. So all right.
3: That is man, <laughs> breathalyzer blow here, loser. That's, 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 that's unbelievable. And I actually man. looked
4: up online. You act, you can actually buy them online, should you want
0: to. Oh, I in know multiple that.
4: different
3: colors. By the way, yeah, I actually thought Sam was the only guy that had them. Apparently not. <laughs> they're big in Florida.
0: I think you have to go to like Spencer's Gifts to get those because they're they're just novelty. You're well, not supposed to actually wear them.
3: No kidding, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I th- probably not comfortable. Yeah, at all. I, I, I thought that would be like the proper attire on your honeymoon. <laughs> right. You know, like that would that would be the move. Well, maybe on your honeymoon,
0: but oh scratchy, man, itchy underwear.
3: That's amazing. Yeah, well done, guys. Oh, that was a good find. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Ralph's gonna be ticked because that's a Florida story. Oh,
3: you know what? Ralph can go screw himself, man. Oh. Seriously, f Ralph. You can go Aloha, brother. yeah, no, and you know what? And make sure Ralph on tomorrow's show doesn't try and shoehorn that in on the scraps because I know Ralph's a big scam artist. Ralph Irvin, uh, who's going to be doing the scraps tomorrow, he loves to to pot shot and pick on the state of Florida. Kevin Figures was quicker to the draw, and he found the guy with the uh, with the trousers that had a breathalyzer pointing to his uh, his crank, and then a a bleep ring to go around it.
2: I'm very angry, Ralph.
3: You gotta get some of those underwear, man.
4: We and, can buy a pair and post yeah. them all, just pin them to the wall in the studio.
3: Listen, I hate ruining surprises, but uh like I say, truths have gotta be told on this show. Uh you guys know your Christmas gift this year. That's sorry. Yay. Yeah, get a uh, <laughs> get a pack of four, please. But, uh, oh, man, that's great. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next here on FSR, you're going to hear people in the world of sports say some very, very inappropriate things, all right? I promise you. You may not have heard them, but we have caught people in the act. That's next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We are going to have another edition of Out of Context here, where people in the world of sports say very, very nasty, naughty things. Not really, but Mike Mayer, our executive producer, who is sick and demented, makes them sound that way. And so uh so we will get to that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy are less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Always give those guys a listen. Always a fun show. Uh, Anthony Gargano, the pride of Philadelphia. And Lincoln Kennedy, the former NFL Pro Bowler, will be with you here on Fox Sports Radio, so make sure you stick around for that. Uh, I am really regretting a decision I made. I threw out an idea for this weekend, and I'm really regretting it. Uh, I had the... I don't even know if I thought this was a good idea, but I do this show with Brady Quinn every Sunday night here on FSR. And with the NFL draft less than a week away now, it's the final mock drafts you can release. And so Brady Quinn's going to release his final mock draft. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to release a mock draft, too. Brady's going to pick the top 10 in the draft. I'm going to pick the bottom 10 in the draft. I'll do the last 10 picks in the draft in the seventh round. I've been doing research for it. I have no idea who any of these players are. I don't. I'm not even kidding you. Like these guys could walk into the studio right now and say, "Yeah, I'm the guy you chose to go number two fifty six, Mister Irrelevant." I'd have no idea who the hell they are. No clue. Like I've looked. I've done already done a little bit of research. It is going to be the most difficult thing I've ever done when it comes to show prep because I have no idea who they are. I'm just hoping to get one right, just one. I would consider that a success. So that'll be a uh, that'll be fun. Now we do have a uh, an update on the show here. A major update. Uh, Iowa Sam, our tech producer, he. Uh he has made a change. You've updated your Twitter account. You want to give that out to the uh, to the masses here on Fox Sports Radio?
0: I have. It was the Pastor Sam 30 which didn't make sense because I'm known as Iowa Sam on yep. the air. So now I'm Iowa Sam 99. Yeah. That's my uh, my handle there on Twitter because there are 99 counties in Iowa. Well, I'm surprised
3: uh, I'm surprised you didn't choose Iowa Sam 69. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. It's time for this.
0: It's time to make people in sports sound even worse than they already did this week. Similar to this long sentence that I just read. What? It's out of context.
3: Wake me up, you
5: go. I'm not a big screamer anymore, or I don't beat my chest anymore. Somebody's gonna catch fire,
2: uh, you hope.
0: I go black in this time of year, I mean, <laughs> for like the... For a month? I've never even had a joint in my mouth. Oh. She had
3: real problems with her system as well.
0: I'd
5: rather be on time and on target than being lucky.
3: That means I must be ready to thrust you into greatness oh. in some capacity.
5: He just didn't have his best stuff, and they, they got to him. If I get in my hands, just let it go, Ooh. somehow I drop it dropped in for me. He's overcome the, the size issue.
3: It's mm. not easy,
0: that's Jeez. for sure. You know, he's an a- sometimes. He was go
5: through them like, uh, you know, warm life through butter. I wanted to give them the best gift ever. I did myself.
3: Got tight down the end. Sometimes you just need, you know, some nice warm broth. They're long. They get their hands on lot of, lots of balls. <laughs> oh, wow. Well done. Another award-winning edition of uh, Out of Context from uh, Mike Mayer. Michael! Michael! By the way, Mike Mayer's got a brand new uh, podcast up. Mike Mayer rips the entire WWE. Is that correct, Mike? You tell them the company yeah, should yeah, close? I tell, I, I tell yeah. them what
0: they're doing wrong, yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, So it's at off-the-mic-28 if you want to get a hold of Mike Mayer. And then uh, if you want to get a hold of Kevin Figures, at KFig1, right? That's two Gs in that. So there's that. Um, I always try and think to myself, God, did we have a good show? You know, like, did did we have a good show? I know there's a lot of feedback on Twitter, but not everybody's on Twitter. Like, So I'm I'm always trying to figure out, did we really have a good show? And I, I think that we did. Because the last tweet that I just got, some guy called me an asswipe. So, so I think, uh, yeah, they'd say that was a success. Jonas, son of a bitch.
2: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
1: A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
2: Wait! Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed